Sports, and a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dias, broadcasting and podcasting live from the studio of EloquentOnline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. This is the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? What if your brand was a rebrand? Would you leave the audience wanting more? Our guest today, Fourth Capital Bank in beautiful music capital of the world, Nashville, Tennessee, is and is going to be leaving their audience wanting more because their brand is elegant, it is beautiful, and it is decidedly local. And that is the name of the episode today. Fourth Capital Bank is decidedly local. It is the perfect balance musical parlance here, perfect harmony of human connections with the technology that we all use each and every day for the best premier banking experience. The best banking performance is the banking performance that meets us where we are. In my case, I wake up in the morning you know, I start my coffee, I pick up my phone, I check and make sure the, you know, Macedonian, Ukrainian hackers of the world have not figured out my password and replicated my thumbprint and stolen, you know, the $14 I have in my account. And so when, when that's good, hey, everything's great, we go about our days. Before we head up to Nashville with Brian Heinrichs and the 4th Capital crew, I do want to thank Smith Hamilton, CEO Matt West, joining us last week from Amarillo, Texas. You know, it's interesting, Amarillo here in the state of Texas, it's so far north. Texas is so big, that big panhandle in the northern part of the state, that Amarillo is on the 35-degree north and south on your GPS. And in a whole different state, several states away, Nashville is on the 36th north-south latitude. Just interesting. You know, it's a big state here in Texas. In the middle of a worldwide pandemic, Fourth Capital Bank decided, hey, we're going to become something new. We're going to become something better. We're going to offer our customers an option for banking that is decidedly local. And as we talked about many times on this show, locality has survived this technological revolution that we've witnessed in the past 20, 25 years. And it is still where people do business, especially their banking business. If you get up this morning and decide, hey, I want to change my banking brand, you don't drive 100 miles away or 50 miles away. The fourthcapital.com website is right there in the episode description. I highly encourage you to check it out. This brand is literally soaring over the competition. Their website is gorgeous and elegant and functional and informative. I keep using the word cinematic because that's what it is. And it's the first, it was the first introduction I had to this brand. And man, it left me wanting more. You can have a thousand apps on your phone or a thousand apps on your iPad. You can attend every stupid, boring webinar that is being offered out there next week. You cannot download vibe. You cannot download style and the perfect, here comes that great musical term, harmony. 
between human connections and technology solutions. Everybody at Fourth Capital should be proud of this gorgeous, elegant, functional reimagination of the banking brand. And we're going to talk to the president and the chief banking officer, Brian Heinrichs, and we're going to do it all right after this. It's not another webinar. It's not another white paper. It's the Power Performance Podcast. Well, Brian told me that Pearl Jam was his favorite band, and I spent about, I don't know, 13 bucks downloading Pearl Jam songs all week. His name is Brian Heinrichs. He is the chief banking officer at Fourth Capital Bank. Hey, Brian, how are you? Good. How are you doing today? Yeah, it is so good to have you on the show. Yeah. Brian told me that his route to being the president and chief banking officer at Fourth Capital Bank was a bit unconventional. He was a trader. He worked for the Royal Bank of Canada. He spent some time in the healthcare and assisted living marketplace. And then around 2014 is actually when my traditional uh, banking career started when I became the chief financial officer at Interest Bank in Wichita. And even though he was a CFO, he takes great pride in not being an accountant. It's been about five years there, you know, a CFO by title, but I'm not an accountant. I take, sometimes I take pride in saying I'm not an accountant, but, uh, you know, after five years there, made my way down to Nashville, really hit it off with the vision that, that the owner of the bank has and what we're trying to do here at Fourth Capital. And so, you know, in a nutshell, I'm more just a business-minded problem solver than a banker. And a, a lot of times here internally, I talk about, you know, we're a business that happens to be a bank. Um, you know, there's this whole mystique around banking, but if you boil all that down, banking is really kind of a simple business. You know, we, we as humans have made it complicated. Um, True that. But it, it's really actually simple. So it's just trying to keep a, a mindset of we're just a business out there trying to add value that happens to be a bank. So that's, that's kind of my career path in a nutshell. And now as the chief banking officer of Fourth Capital Bank, Brian is very proud about the fact that he is responsible for everything. You know, I'm responsible essentially for the whole bank. So whether yeah. that's operations, credit, lending, deposit gathering, branding, technology, you know, I've got a hand in all of it. So it's a little more encompassing, uh, if you will, than, you know, your traditional titles. Right. We're, we've got a good team and, and, you know, part of our vision is it's a, it's a team that collaborates well together, constant communication. You know, we're anti-silo, anti a lot of mm. traditional things you get in banking where the lenders or relationship managers kind of sit on their own island and are treated, you know, I, I, as prima donnas, if you will, because, you know, they're thought to bring in all the money, but that's not really how it works. It's all of those components coming together to add value for the client, and that's really what we're trying to create. And so I guess my title just somewhat reflects it, and I've got a hand in, in all of the different things. The interviews that you hear on the Power Performance Podcast are a part of a larger conversation I typically have with the guests, and yet this was one of my favorite moments in the interview when Brian was willing to call out people 
that I have been. I've been a commercial banker. I've been a business banker. I've been a banking prima donna. And he's absolutely right. That siloed approach, that belief that business bankers make all the difference in the brand is old school 20th century thinking. Brian and the team at Fourth Capital Bank realize that everybody is equally important to putting on the best banking performance. And so next I asked him about, hey, tell us about the name change, why, and why did you do it during the middle of a pandemic? Um, Our former name, you know, Tennessee Bank and Trust, you know, good name, but if if you just look around, there's a lot of uh, banks around here with Tennessee in their name. There's a lot of banks that bank. And so it really didn't reflect who we are and what we're trying to do, which is this whole concept of local focused on Nashville and, and the greater um, area, so that the whole idea of fourth capital and what that means, Nashville was the fourth capital of Tennessee, so it was a little bit of a tie-in there, but, you know, as far as the pandemic goes, I mean, obviously, it's been an interesting time for everybody, um, unprecedented. I was talking to somebody earlier today, and, and, you know, their comment was, well, if you weren't alive in 1918 for the Spanish flu, we you know, probably have no idea what we're actually going through. But. <laughs> and so you would think, hey, why try doing a name change and a rebrand in the middle of a worldwide pandemic, COVID-19, and at the same time, you have to figure out the SBA PPP program. You know, when the, when the PPP, Paycheck Protection Program, came along, you know, we pulled together, we rose to the occasion. You know, nobody had done that before. That wasn't a, you know, it's not, no bank, we were all equal um, as far as banks. And so, yeah, I think we've been a leader in that from uh, taking care of our customers. Um, We've been on the right side of that throughout the process. We got the forgiveness piece coming up, which will be a, a big deal for us and our customers. But, you know, there was really nothing you know, we never even thought about pausing or not moving ahead with the brand. And in reintroducing and reimagining the brand, Brian told me one of the most important things is not to get bogged down in the titles that you used to see on business cards. You know, one of the biggest things we're, we're making sure we don't do is putting these artificial constraints on people, and and that's what most companies, especially in banking, are so hierarchical. You have this job title, and you have to start in this department, and then you move to this department, and we're not doing any of that. It's all about the individual, helping them reach their potential, because if, if all of us reach our potential, that's how the company maximizes its potential. Next, I asked Brian about the bank's website, which I found absolutely beautiful. I used the term cinematic when I saw it for the first time. Believe it or not, even in the age of social media and mobile apps, the number one way, the number one channel that most banking customers experience a banking brand for the first time is through the old, tried and true, it's funny to say it now, old-fashioned www.website.com. Fourthcapital.com is not an old-fashioned website. It is absolutely gorgeous, and I asked Brian about that as well. Well, first of all, thank you for those compliments. I mean, I think uh, I'm glad you like it. Um, there is more to the brand, but the reality in today's world is, is most people's introduction to us will be through our website. I mean, that's where people yeah. go to find that information. Um, it really did turn out nicely. 
not just the initial look, but how it really, if you dig in and not the, the cinematic picture at the beginning, I mean, that is downtown Nashville. So the idea right. of Nashville and local, all of that lives on every single page and our, our values and principles. But, you know, really our marketing director, Mary Slater, she ran point on it. She did an amazing job. Um, as an aside, she also happens to run HR for us, and we've been on a hiring bench. So that speaks <laughs> a little bit to what I was talking about before. I mean, it's just right. a bunch of people doing whatever it takes. We used an outside firm, DVL Finn Partners, and they really did the execution and the heavy lifting on, on the actual design. But, you know, the, what I'm excited about, it was a month-long process, and we spent a lot of time just talking about who we are, what's our vision, what are we trying to accomplish, and I really do think, you know, we nailed it with the look, the feel, the content, um, but it's a living, breathing thing. A living, breathing thing. The website, when for an entire generation, we think of a website as just the X and Y axis that appeared in the tab fields of our laptop computer or our MacBook. And Fourth Capital is completely reimagining that. And they're also seeking to improve on the concept of locality by being decidedly local. They're practicing it and they're hashtagging it. Yeah, so decidedly local really... And that's a hashtag we're using a lot on our social media, and that's obviously the first word you see on our website. The key to that phrase is the word decidedly, because one of the things we pride ourselves on is being intentional. The things that we're doing are, are things that we're doing for a reason, and we have decided to be local <clears throat> and locally focused. And at a time when most banks, particularly in our market, are thinking about going to Atlanta or Charlotte or other communities and acquisitions and all those types of things, you know, we are Nashville. This is the flagship asset for our owner who lives in Nashville. You know, we're all in this area, and that's a big deal for us because we're your friend, we're your neighbor, and, and we're all contributing back to, to the, you know, greater community at large. And Fourth Capital Bank realizes, especially after COVID-19, that people are going to really enjoy that human connection, even to their banking brand. You know, coming out of the pandemic, I think you've got a lot of people um, focused on that human connection and what it means to really be a part of a, of a community more so than some anonymous way of Mm. You know, just having commerce with an app on your phone. And make no mistake, you can use the Fourth Capital banking app on your phone. But again, very intentional. Fourth Capital Bank is intentionally engaging their audience locally to make sure that their audience knows that they're not discouraging customers from calling the bank or coming by the branches. A lot of banking brands today, all of their advertising is centered around, don't call us, don't come visit us, just use the app, just use the website. And Fourth Capital is trying to make sure that they can find the right balance with both. You know, <clears throat> large banks have almost exclusively moved toward technology. I mean, they're showing ads that basically say, go on your phone, go on your 
computer, go wherever, but no matter what you do, don't call us, don't come see us. And so right. really putting on a front of we only want you to deal with us through technology, and there's a reason for that because they're thinking about throughput. I mean, right. it's like a pipeline. How much can I push through at the lowest cost? That's how I make money. So we're kind of the flip side of that, you know, and so we're really trying to focus on relationships, human touch, that human connection. Um, you know, if you think about the history of banking, banks are the ones that have put distance between themselves and customers. Yes, so they have. when you think about a, a drive-through and an ATM, online, mobile, all these different things, or walking into a bank and you have teller teller stations and it's this gigantic wall with all these cameras behind it, and you know, <laughs> I've never even been behind our teller stations here in one of our buildings because it, you know, it it's, gives you that impression that you're not allowed back there. So we try to turn that on its head. We've got new space, you know, downtown Nashville that looks more like an Apple store. So we've got kiosks, we want our folks out in the middle of the room, interacting with customers. And I believe that is the critical part where a decidedly local bank can compete with anybody. Because when it comes to the big banks... We have all the same technology they do. I mean, we have right. mobile deposit. We ha I mean, we have all of that stuff, but we have something that they don't, which is we have humans answer the phone. And we have people right. that sit down and they get to know you and your families and your goals and all of those things. And so that's, I think community banks are the bedrock of, of commerce and I think they always will be. And we're trying to fill that gap and, and in some places there's a void because I think the pendulum at times has swung too far the other direction. and. And fourth capital and what we're trying to do with our values is all about bringing it back and adding value right here in our own backyard. Well, like I said before, please check out the fourth capital website. There's a lot of great information on the website about the fourth industrial revolution. It is, I told Brian, it's like a, an MBA course in banking. They have a new ad campaign starting this week where they let their audience know, hey, we are in it for the long haul, but just a short drive from you. But, of course, we always like to end the interview with something that's not so banking-related. And so we asked Brian, hey, what was the first car you ever owned? Because nobody ever forgets. My first car was a 1986 Chevy Nova. And uh, if you remember back in the day, I, I would have had a Discman. But then ah, yes. <laughs> you, you used the headphone jack, and there was actually That's a thing right. that looked like a cassette tape that you put in the cassette player. I had one. That transferred the music from the uh, disc man into the, into the audio system of the car. So, and it was all treble, <laughs> no bass back then. Yeah, that, that's okay. <laughs> that was some high-tech stuff in those days. We'll give, the, uh, we'll give the millennials a moment to Google cassette tape, because that's something they probably haven't spent a lot of time messing with. And finally, we asked Brian, when he's not working, what kinds of things does he enjoy doing? So I'm, I'm kind of a family, big family person. So like I mentioned, I got uh, my daughter's 15, my son's 12. They're big into musical theater. Uh, my daughter's got some Broadway aspirations. So we're big musical theater people. I'm a big music fan. Um, Pearl Jam's my, my go-to. Yep. Uh, when... When the world permits, we like to travel and hang out, but we're a pretty tight 
foursome, so I spend most of my time, uh, you know, with my family and, and that kind of thing. I'm pretty sure your last webinar did not feature Rush, Pearl Jam, and Ethel Merman with the classic There's No Business Like Show Business. His name is Brian Heinrichs. He is the president and chief banking officer of Fourth Capital Bank. They are decidedly local. They've got a beautiful, elegant, and functional brand, and we thanked him for taking some time out to join us on the Power Performance Podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast, and maybe we can do it again in the future. Absolutely. Great job, everybody, right? Yeah, studio audience. That is right, folks. There is the old way, and there is the fourth way. Please go check out fourthcapital.com. Again, the link is right there in the episode description and the information where they explain why the brand looks and feels the way it does. There is not a single app. There is not a book. There is not a webinar you can attend that will enable you to download or acquire Vibe and Functional Elegance. It is a generational effort. It is a, a, a teamwork effort. And man, Fourth Capital has figured it out. My name is Jason Dice. You've been listening to the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand or a rebrand was a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? Does anything take us back to a memory or a place in time like music? When I got home from the war in the spring summer of 1991 after Desert Storm, I embarked on a cross-country road trip. And for whatever reason, when this band, Pearl Jam, would come on the radio wherever I was in the world, there was no XM radio, there was no iTunes, there was no anything. There was Top 40 radio and rock radio, which is what I listened to in those days. And when I went back and listened to some of these Pearl Jam songs after talking with Brian, I remember this song so well. I'd be you know, rolling down the highway, and when this song came on, I would just have to crank it up. Fourth Capital Bank is cranking it up, and they are combining all the technological solutions that you expect with a human connection that you may not. And in doing so, they've reimagined the banking brand and are proving to everybody that they are alive. My name is Jason Dyes. I am too. And until next we speak, we'll talk to you all next week.